Praise be Jesus and Mary. Now and forever. This, um, this week, when we're going through the book of Maccabees in the, um, in the Mass readings, it's really interesting. I don't remember a lot about Maccabees, but it's a very interesting book. And you know, it's not in the Protestant Bible. No, this is one of the ones Martin Luther threw out. And he didn't like it because it said it's a good and noble thing to pray for the dead. And um, which means that there's purgatory. And Martin Luther got rid of the idea of purgatory because it didn't fit with his once saved, always saved justification that you think, oh, I asked Jesus to be my Lord and Savior and um, and then I'm, I know I'm saved. I'm going straight to heaven. Remember that um, that Protestant pastor that I took out to dinner when I was, when I was younger? Yeah, and then for everybody else's benefit, I, I was a very young, like, over-eager um, Catholic in my early 20s. I just had a major life conversion, and I invited this. I was stationed in Japan, and I invited uh, the Baptist preacher out to a uh, <clears throat> out to dinner because... I wanted to like go practice my apologetics on him. <laughs> That's really what it was. But it turned out to be very interesting because uh, we sat down, and then I asked him right away. I asked him. I said, um, "So, are you saved?" And he said, uh, "He said, yes, I am." I said, "Are you certain of that?" He said, "Yes." And I said, "Well, you mean that you could you could do anything you wanted, and you would still go to heaven?" He's like, "Yes, I trust in the mercy of Jesus Christ that much." I could do anything, and I could never lose it. I said, oh, that's not very biblical. And he said, but that's, that's our belief. We believe that. And he was a preacher. And I said, so you could, uh, you could kill me right now, and you would still be certain of going right to heaven when you die. Like, yes, of course. And then you, know, you go down any of the Ten Commandments, <clears throat> stealing, lying, anything like that. And he answered yes to all of them. And I said, wow, that's... Must be a nice religion. I didn't tell him that, but <laughs> but anyway, the um, that's kind of a side note. But that that's why that's one of the main reasons that um, that Martin Luther just decided to throw out seven books. It just so happened that the Maccabees was uh, was in this. Um, there was this group of books. Yeah, there's this group of. I think it's not it's not deuterocanonical. It has a name like apocryphal or something. I forgot. But there's a group in the Old Testament that he threw out. Anyway, um, and he also, he wanted to throw out the book of James. Yeah, because the book of James has a lot of things that are really, really hard for Protestants. Um, such as um, uh, faith without works is dead and other things like that that they don't really like. And Yeah, and so he talks a lot about how you have to... Hmm? What about Protestant friends? Mm-hmm. What about them? Like, would they be okay with those meetings? Well, yes, it's a very good question, Teddy. And oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and so they. they went mm-hmm. to the with our friends, mm-hmm. and we were like teaching them the Our Father in Latin. Oh, great! So yeah, here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> I'll answer it this way. Do you remember what um, when that uh, that lady who the um, actually girl? I think she died when she was 19. She, um, she was, uh, she was in Germany and she was possessed and, um, her, her, and our lady came and appeared to her. She's a good Catholic. And our lady appeared to her and said, do you want to stay here and be, and stay possessed and, um, 
and save many souls or do you want to die now and uh, I'll take you to heaven? And she chose to stay. She was like a victim soul. Wasn't she like Annalise Michelle? Yes, her name was Annalise Michelle. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and it's actually the, uh, the, she's the lady that the, the movie, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, was made about. So, anyway, but it's a very holy and a very wonderful story, despite the fact that there's, you know, a lot of demons involved and the scary parts and all of that. But it's beautiful because her cause for, like, I, I don't know how far along her cause is, but maybe she's already, like, a, a venerable or something. Um, <clears throat> but, anyway, the point being is that she asked Jesus one day, she said, Jesus... Is the Catholic Church your one true church? And in typical fashion, like the way that Jesus does throughout the scriptures anyway, when people ask him a question, oftentimes he doesn't answer it. I think maybe all the time. He doesn't answer it directly. He just answers it like in or talks. Yes, he will tell the story, or he'll turn around and ask another question back at the person. And so in this case, he uh, he told Annalise Michelle who, I, mean, I don't know if she died in like the 50s or 60s or 70s, but it wasn't that long ago. Um, he told her, he said, um, when she said, is the Catholic Church the, your one true church? He said, Annalise, there are good people in bad churches and bad people in good churches. And so he did not say yes. And of course the answer is yes. But he didn't say it. He doesn't want people to go around and say, well, I'm in the good church, and you're bad because you're in the bad church. Because there are people who, through for lots of reasons, for family reasons or cultural or whatever, like it's very hard for them, or maybe they just never make the, the leap themselves, but they still love Jesus. So our Lord loves them very much, and they can in good conscience do the very best that they can. Or um, someone who is like, maybe back then, so you can like look things up, but like, it's like a Protestant or even like a pagan person. Mm-hmm. Like he's looking for like he's looking for the truth, but it is his fault that he hasn't found it because mm-hmm. he's never heard of the Catholic faith before. Yes, so that's a different like case. Native Americans or something. Well, yeah. I mean, if you think of like no Aborigines mads. before. Nomads today. Yep, nomads, and there are some very small islands that have people that the outside world has never met before. Now, still, yeah, the, the, not the Seychelles, but there's some in the Indian Ocean, and so cool. it's really cool. So, um, and, you know, like you think of the Aborigines before the, um, the British went and colonized Australia. Um, so, but that, that case, Mary Sophia, is called invincible ignorance. There's a term for that. Invincible means that you can't conquer it. Like, there's no, there's no way that they could have heard of the Holy Roman Catholic Church before. Um, you know, the the Native Americans before any settlers got here. Um, so, anyway. Well, so they can, they can, um, they can be saved. Remember, being saved doesn't necessarily mean go to heaven. You can go to paradise. Right? And um, because there are, there are roughly four different levels of hell. And then the top level of hell is um, is similar to where the Old Testament patriarchs and the holy men and women and Adam and Eve and all of them waited for Jesus. And that's when in the, in the creed, when it talks about Jesus descended into hell, well, technically it was hell. It was paradise, and it was a top level of hell, and you know they, they called it the limbo of the fathers. But it was not a bad place. And it's the same place that 
um, Father Abraham was when um, when Lazarus was with him. And remember the rich man? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so there, and they said there was a great chasm between the two of them. It just actually kind of describes the difference between between the lower levels of hell and the highest level where Adam was. But it was not heaven because the gates of heaven were not open then. Remember? So like, so where else was it? You know, technically it was it was hell. So they were saved from the hell of the demons, but they weren't admitted into heaven. So where and it was paradise. Like it was it was fine and they were happy and they loved God and they had no remorse. So these Aborigines or whomever who can't get baptized, who can't get baptized are well, you know what? No, life is not fair. But they once they see the will of God and how perfectly just He is, they're not. They don't feel any sort of jealousy for not being able to go to heaven. They're happy because they love God perfectly. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say it's kind of like well, but since. So are they going to go to heaven any like no like at the end of time or anything? No. Well, they never did anything good, or they never did anything bad. No, they did good things. That's the reason they're not in hell, because they died with a good conscience. And you know, and who's to say that Jesus can't? Um, I've heard this from some um, from some mystics, and I forgot who, where it was, but that uh, Jesus appears to people. Right after, like right as they die. Oh yeah. And I mean, he could. Who who's stopping him from even offering them holy communion or something, or the sacraments? We don't know. We really don't know. Yeah. So we can't we can't judge people and say, okay, well you're in this church, and so since you died and you didn't have a Catholic baptism and the sacraments, then you're going to go to hell. Like you can't you can't say that categorically. But what well, you God can't. God can do it as you die. It's God's business. That's right. God can do anything He wants. But He did tell us that there's no salvation outside the Catholic Church. That is a dogma of our faith, and we have to believe it. There's no salvation outside the Catholic Church. So how he uses the Catholic Church um, at the point of a person's death with the ministry of the angels, I mean, who knows? Uh, so in any case, there's, uh, it's, it's all a big mystery, but, um, but we do know that, that, our, um, that our Protestant Friends, to answer your question, this which is a very important question, Teddy, that our our good Protestant friends love Jesus Christ, love him a lot. I mean, for their part, they love him better than a lot of Catholics do. Yeah, they do, and they pray. They pray so hard, and they pray so well, and it's effective. Jesus listens to it. He absolutely listens to it, and they're baptized. They are baptized Christians. So um, they just don't have Mary. Nor do they have the sacraments. Right, and so there's there's a lot that they're lacking, but there's there is a ton that they do, and it's it's really wonderful, and that's why we really do consider them brothers and sisters in the faith. So um, I didn't mean to to cast a bad light on all Protestants by that story of that Baptist minister in the beginning, but but there are defects in what they believe. So that's the point. So you know, hey, listen, there there are defects in what we believe because we're not perfect Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we all have to work. And we all have to keep praying. Christ our King.